This week on Not Just Another Sex Podcast. Tantra has been discussed, but it's sometimes very unclear of what is it? Is it sex? Tantra, the heart and soul of it, is about connection with God. And it's about deepening and cultivating our connection with the divine inside, outside, in our intimate relationships, in our relationships with friends and family, our community, our environment. And it is about incorporating our sexuality as a tool for healing and expansion using pleasure specifically as medicine. What the fuck? Uh-huh. Davey, what is this? <laughs> I thought I was going in there to learn about more coochie stuff. Well, media mm -hmm. doesn't know what the fuck they're talking about half the time when it comes to sexuality, right? right. So believe the experts, that's what we're saying. Okay, watch the show. <laughs> Not just another sex podcast, but today, <laughs> it is, right? Hey, sugar, you're listening to Not Just Another Sex Podcast. I'm your host, Samaya Burton. I've been a hands-on sexual educator for over five years through my company, Sexual Essentials. So I can tell you that being an adult absolutely has its perks. But now let's talk about just how hard adulting really is. Whether you're healing trauma, building healthy relationships, or figuring out how to create your own happiness, the truth is you may feel like you don't know what you're doing, but you're here now and that's enough. Hey, you guys, welcome back to Not Just Another Sex Podcast. My name is Samaya Burton and I am your host today. We have an amazing, amazing episode. This is already my favorite one ever. Okay, I don't care when you hear this, this is my favorite one ever. My background, if you are not familiar, is with sex. My entry into this podcast and my avenue into healing was creating Sexual Essentials. I'm the owner and founder of that business. And that was about healing, teaching sex, and teaching adults how to have an amazing sex life because talking about it just is not the same. Talking about sex is not the same. And so today we have a guest, literally the godmother of orgasms, okay? Today our special guest is Davy Ward Erickson, and she is the founder, CEO, mm -hmm. of the Authentic Tantra Certification Program, which is now a master's program in and the only certified, recognized um, program in the United States. Mm -hmm. And if you don't know what that means, it means she's a boss ass bitch, okay? With pussy power. <laughs> That's really what it is. So say hello to the guests and the fans and everything. Hello, everyone. And thank you so much for having me. Thank you so much for being here. This is divine timing. And I'm just, I'm so excited to have you. And I'm so excited for you and just so proud of you and just inspired by the work that you do. So we have an amazing episode. I was very intentional with the foreplay and all of that before we get into the meat and potatoes of this episode. But you are on this journey with me today. So welcome to my world and welcome to my show, Not Just Another Sex Podcast. And so we're going to go on this journey together. I am delighted, delighted. Okay. <laughs> um, so you guys, we're going to go through the same per usual. First of all, if you have not tapped in and you have not reviewed the podcast, please make sure that you rate and review us. If you have not caught up on the other episodes, please make sure you do that as well. Um, and all right, let's get into it. So we start off the show with the adult tip of the day, which is just something to put in your back pocket as an adult, whether it's like, hey, hiring a cleaning lady can change your life, or my therapist says, or just like a little tidbit to help in this adulting life because I think sometimes we forget that we're the grown-ups now mm -hmm. you know we're the grown-ups mm -hmm. and people are looking to us for these answers um, so today's adult tip of the day is signs you may be on autopilot ah. 
And I thought that this was fitting for our episode because, mm-hmm. um, and we're going to get into it, you guys, but Tantra has been, and Tantra, how do you, how do you pronounce it? Tantra. Tantra. Mm-hmm. Tantra has been um, discussed, but it's sometimes very unclear of yeah. what is it? Is it sex? Is it, you know what I mean? You hear mm-hmm. it all the time, Tantra experience and Tantra sex practices. But when you go through the courses, mm-hmm. you know, it's not just sex at all, no. you know? And so I thought that to start off and to understand really before we get into the meat and potatoes of it all, how do you even recognize when you're on autopilot? So we have this post um, that we found from social media. It doesn't have a name on here. Um, if you know who, let me know and I will credit them. Uh, but it says signs that um, your mental health might be getting worse. Oh, yeah. And I thought that when it comes to autopilot, sometimes you're not even aware that you're spiraling or down or how do you even notice that you're not all the way there you know mm-hmm. almost and I relate it to a postpartum feeling because that's the only you yeah. know experience mm-hmm. that I have but we, it's almost like we have a postpartum from life sometimes yes, yes, we don't yes. even realize it right so some of those are you're struggling with maintaining personal hygiene or keeping your living space clean yep. and I know that living space one is a huge one yeah um you're beginning to get overwhelmed by small things you might get irritated angry or panicked easily mm-hmm. um you're starting to avoid people your behavior is becoming more erratic impulsive or risky you feel like you're living on autopilot or you're just not really present Um, You're experiencing fatigue or lack of energy or motivation. You no longer feel hopeful or curious about the future. You no longer feel like doing the things that used to bring you joy. Even the thought of doing those things actually feels draining. And I thought that was just super important because we talk about living in our body. And that Mm. is an act. That is a proactive thing. It's a thing you do. But a lot of times it's not that we don't understand that part, but it's understanding that we're already in a state of autopilot. We're not, it's not a blank canvas, Yeah, you know? Mm-hmm. And so um, I would love for you to, you know, add, you know, you can add your two, it's just a little start. Well, for everything the- that you just described is a trauma response. Mm. So for me, hearing that, the first thing to be mindful of is if you're experiencing any of those things, know that what you're experiencing is a trauma response. That means that you're overwhelmed and that uh, you have a need for safety and self-connection. And so that's the thing that we're talking about being on autopilot. Like we live in a society that that induces trauma. Like it's a trauma-based society, right? And particularly for people of color in the society. Like there's study after study after study that shows just living and navigating these systems are traumatizing and re-traumatizing for us. So it's very common, a very, very common uh, response is, is depression. Um, exhaustion, fatigue, irritability, uh, a lack of, you know, tending to your living space and your environment because there's that sense of hopelessness and overwhelm. Mm -hmm. So if you're noticing any of those things, really encourage you to, to A, be aware, B, get support. And support can look like simply reaching out to a friend to have a conversation and seeing if they're available to just process some feelings and emotions and hear you and hold space for you. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. I I believe that we learn how to deal and yeah. dealing cope. cope cope dealing yes. cope is also a way of suppressing. Exactly. It's You're, a way of surviving. It's a way right? of surviving. Yeah. And so what we have normalized and what's routine for us and especially especially if your background or your surroundings is comfortable and it's like, yeah, this is how it always has been. What do you mean? It's familiar, what, it's normalized. Yes, yes. It's, it's normalized that if it doesn't make you happy inside and if you do not 
You know that feeling when you're at the beach and you go to vacation and you can, all of a sudden you can smell the water and you can feel the air on your skin and you can feel the little breeze and it's like, I need a little bit of a jacket and you notice mm -hmm. and you feel your, your feet and you're like, ooh, I feel the sun right here and it's like, I'm so hungry and mm -hmm. I can kind of like taste that I want like some fresh snapper. Those are all of your senses being yeah. engaged, which is how you feel when you're actually present. And so I want to ask you, when is the last time you felt all of those things when you were at work? Yes. When is the last time you felt hypersensitive to touch? Mm -hmm. And like, you know, and if you notice and you just start being, and sometimes it's hard to check in with yourself because you're not sure what to check in with. Yeah. But how do I feel right now? Or when is the last time I felt? You know, and what you just described is a beautiful somatic awareness practice. Yes. Just noticing the way the air feels or the wind feels on your skin, mm -hmm. the smells, everything you described is when our senses are coming alive and yes. our senses are coming alive when we don't feel overwhelmed. Yes. But if we do feel overwhelmed, everything you just described is a beautiful way to anchor and root into this moment and start to to. Yeah, to open again to yes. life. And I do want to say that, you know, I don't know what everybody's job is, but sometimes <laughs> it's it, it it's not safe for you to be open at work. Yes. Sometimes you do need to dim and, and close down a little bit. But the key is, is when you go home to be able to shed that and to open again so that you can reclaim your experience of sensuality and connection to your own body. Absolutely. We need to have a way of reclaiming that. Absolutely, yeah. which is bringing yourself back to center. When you're hearing people say that, this is what they're talking about. How do you become grounded again? When yeah. you keep, we hear these things that sound so healthy yeah. being thrown around and we don't really know exactly- How to do it. How to do it. That was the thing for me. The quotation fingers are out today. Watch the YouTube. <laughs> I just want to let you know, if you're into this episode and you don't have the visuals pulled up, you are already 10 steps behind. We are in the Canvas Room today at the Something Extraordinary Content House. And the reason that it's called the Canvas Room is because we can change it into whatever it is that we need. And we can put anything on the canvas to teach or do whatever it is that we need to do. So if you look in my corner here, we are activating the chalkboard wall today. And we have some items and things to help us demonstrate some lessons because we are absolutely going to get into it because we don't want to leave any space for error or question or what does that mean as much as we can. And we want to give you enough to really get started on changing your life and figuring out how to incorporate and understand what Tantra is and realize mm -hmm. that it's how you live every day. But that was just the dope tip of the day. We're still <laughs> in the foreplay part. Hey, you guys, it's your host, Samaya. And for those of you who didn't know, I'm also the CEO and founder of Sexual Essentials. One of my favorite parts about building that brand was creating a learning platform that has over 250 workshops, interviews, and so much more. Some of my favorite components are the sex position demos. Yes, you heard that right demos. They're featuring some people that you may already know. Good Moms Bad Choices has demonstrated some positions for us, as well as Dara. You remember her from our first episode. Those are some of my faves, as well as the Lingam and Yoni massages. These are great additions to add to your oral loving for your partner. Yes, I said oral loving. I'm trying to keep it clean, guys. Anyways, they are great additions and a great way to spice things up. Outside of our masterclasses, add one of these on to your normal routine and really wow your partner. Click the link below or in any of the links in our bio and sign up for our courses today. All right, now back to the show. So we're going to go ahead and move forward with our Twitter talk. 
Um, our Twitter talk is where we talk about either the messiness or the controversial or the things that people have a lot of opinions about and mm -hmm. how fact just disappears sometimes. And mm -hmm. um, we did that because with, you know, black Twitter, almost every amazing conversation, every viral moment, every laugh or every serious thing has been changed because of the energy of black Twitter and humor and just the craziness of it all. And so we play, we pay respects to that, um, pay respects to that because it's just, it's been one of the pillars pillars for controversial topics and these, you know, the reels that you see and all that stuff. So um, we've talked about squirting before, yes. but a huge conversation when people talk about sex is squirting. Every Everything revolves around, I just want to learn how to squirt. You ain't having no orgasms, but you want to learn how to squirt. <laughs> but all right, baby, we're here for you. We got you. Um, so... <clears throat> So much so that I teach an entire class called um, Masturbation and Squirting 101, right? Awesome. Um, but because we have you here today, um, if you guys have joined my Patreon, which you haven't, if you haven't, again, you're a couple steps behind. Um, but I've talked about on there when I took the Tantra certification program, um, the course, and I had already been teaching about squirting and different things like that. And we talked about the different types of ejaculate. And so I thought this was a time to add some fact into this conversation because a lot of times it's opinions and what mm -hmm. you feel and what you don't like, which is the basis of the conversation, which mm -hmm. makes no sense. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, Especially so, not when we've got science to help us out. Not when we have science to help us out. So um, we're going to transition to the board here and we're going to talk about the four different types of ejaculate mm -hmm. and clearing up some of that confusion. So if you'll walk us, talk us through it, go ahead and we'll, I'll, you know, help you lead through here, but go ahead and, and let's start with urinary bladder. Emission. Emission. Yes, so the thing that most people aren't aware of is that there's actually four different types of, uh, of female emission is what I say. So okay. only one of them is true ejaculate, is analogous to the male ejaculate, but the other three are fluids that are released by our bodies at high states of arousal. Okay. And I've been in this field for 15 years now, right? The and God so. Mother, yeah. The God <laughs> of orgasm. And so uh, <laughs> when I was first starting out, I was, hear I was hearing the same conversations about ejaculation and that sort of thing. And there was a tremendous amount of confusion because people were like, well, it comes out of my vagina, but it comes out of here and it comes out of here. And sometimes it's like this and sometimes it's like that. So I researched, I just dove in and I researched the science behind the, all of these different emissions that okay. come from our bodies. And so what we've outlined are the four different types of female emission that you may experience at various points during sexual intercourse. Now there may be more than these four. Right, right? these Keeping, are the ones we're gonna talk about. These today. are the ones that we're gonna talk about right now. But I also just wanna say if you've had experiences that don't fall here, celebrate those two. They're still valid. They're still know? valid. So first let's start off from, we'll start off from the left. Okay. These four are divided into two categories. Yes. And so if you would lead us into explaining, yes, perfect. Yes. So there are two, two urethral emissions and two vaginal emissions. And so just so we're on the same page, so everybody knows who and what we're talking about, when we're talking about the urethral emissions, I'll back up a little bit. So this is your vulva, okay? The vulva oh. is everything that you see with your external eye. This is not a vagina, this is a vulva. A vulva uh, consists of the mons pubis, which is the fleshy mound above the clitoris, your outer labia, your inner labia, and then all the uh, lovely coverings for all of your orifices, and of course your clitoral glands, which is that beautiful little blue button right there. 
Yes. So we're going to pause. That was a lot of information at one time. So I'm going to translate a little bit here. Thank you. So that means you have your clitoral hood and you had a lips and, you know, the coochie fat. Yes. The, 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 coochie, the coochie fat that's covering the coochie. Yes. All right, Volva. Thank you. All right. Thank let's you. keep going. Coochie fat. Coochie yes. fat. <laughs> so then all this <laughs> lovely flesh is covering two orifices. Your actual vagina, which means sheath in its Latin for sheath, uh, is this hole right here, the larger hole. And it's best to penetrate this hole if you're going to penetrate it with a finger uh, uh, vertically as opposed to trying to do that. That's not a, mm, that, that doesn't really work. So this way is the best way to penetrate that beautiful orifice. And then above that is the urethra. And so this is where the first two types of uh, female emission occur is they come out of the urethra, which is your pee hole. There we go. See, yes. she already knew where we was going. Because see, that's where the con the controversy comes in. Yeah. Is it pee? But let's get into explaining both of them, and then we'll talk about you know, is it pee? You know, is it pee? But we'll we'll save that. So you have urinary bladder emission. Yep. Which is um, one of the now one of these is the creamy white one that comes under the vagina. That's the cream. Okay, I'm, I'm getting ahead. Okay, mm -hmm. go ahead and explain the urinary. So the urinary bladder discharge. So this is this is controversial. So they have there have been a numerous studies done where they have collected the fluid from a woman's vagina or the, mm -hmm. her urethra, uh, like in a cup or however they do it, uh, and they've analyzed the fluid. And sometimes there's pee in it, and mm -hmm. sometimes they're not. Right. Uh, I can't remember the exact chemical composition, but there are uh, prostate-specific antigens. So. Uh, for those who don't know that, that, those are present in actual like male ejaculate. It comes right. from the prostate, right? Mm -hmm. So there are prostate-specific antigens in the urinary bladder emission. But what they found from using MRIs, uh, I guess they uh, had women drink a lot of fluid and then uh, had them on the table and <laughs> masturbate themselves, mm -hmm. that kind of thing. Donated and, their and pussy they, to science. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> and then watched like, what was going on in their bladder and that sort right. of thing. And so uh, there, for some reason, the way the human body works is as we get aroused, fluid is pulled mm -hmm. from all over the body and dumps into the bladder. Mm -hmm. Now, I read this thing many years ago in this book called The Health, uh, no, The Tao of Health, Sex, and Longevity, which is a book about Taoist sexuality. And one of the things that they said is that uh, when the human being, when the human bodies get aroused, the uh, glands that sit on top of the kidneys get activated and that's what stimulates this right. pulling of water. But Western science doesn't necessarily agree with that. So right. I just like to put that out there. But all we know is that fluid gets into the bladder. Is when, it you get, when you get horny and aroused your and, bladder's and, like, and the coochie is bumping, that's yeah. when stuff starts coming. <laughs> exactly. So urinary bladder emission is what we call squirting. Squirting, exactly. And so what I tell people is, is Diet is is diet pee, y'all. Yes, it's diet you. pee. But when you ask, does that mean that you just pissed on someone? You know what it feels like when you're peeing. Okay, that means that you you sat down or squat. I hoped, or maybe you stood, but you feel it being let go. You're pushing it out. It's it's happening because you're choosing to do it. Yes, we're talking about something that's being pulled from your body. Even if you use the bathroom right before, it's pulling involuntarily. You're yes. not trying to even use the breastroom and. If you've ever been aroused, which I hope that you have, you know how difficult it is for your body to switch when actually you've just had an orgasm and then you can't go use pee. the bathroom, exactly. which is why they tell you to go pee so you can avoid urinary tract infections. Take mm -hmm. care of your coochie. Mm -hmm. All right. So this, these are the things. So you can't 
talk about urinary tract inf- tract infections and you're like, this is real, da 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 da, and then also say, well, this is piss. This is proving that your body yes. switches. It comes out of the same thing, but. It just, it turns, it's almost like it, it turns over in a way, you know? Well, I mean, men ejaculate and urinate out of the same hole too. And so no why one couldn't says we? A thing. Exactly. So why couldn't we, right? So, so as you were saying, there may be some urine in it, but the full composition is not That's urine. Not it's not peeing. Pee. That's yes. not peeing. It, is there pee in it? Yes, it's a little dad piss in there. But it's not me peeing on you. If I was pissing on you, I'd be pissing on you. Well, and the thing about having, <laughs> having a squirting orgasm is we have to relax for those, right? We can't force those. So the more relaxed we are, then the body just kind of does its thing. So um, And also you can squirt without having an orgasm. So you guys part. are chasing squirting. I need you to chase your orgasm and you'd be surprised how many things come to you that you've been trying to do if you just focus on having an orgasm. Just relax. Just relax. Yeah. Just relax. So we're going to go into these other ones because also there are a lot of people that come to me and they're like, you know, I've, um, I can't, I can't, I'm trying to squirt. I'm trying to squirt. I've never heard anyone try to be what their body just does. We're, yes. we're different. And so I want mm-hmm. to make sure that we touch on these and it doesn't have to be as in depth. Um, but the other ones and what they are and how they're kind of more distinct. And then we'll talk about like, Gushing, because gushing is always confused with squirting. Squirting, yes, and, and they're distinctly different. And I do lots of gushing, so I can talk about that one a lot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, so the second one is actual prosthetic fluid, and that mm-hmm. actually comes from your G-spot. It comes mm-hmm. from your urethral mm-hmm. sponge and the tiny glands embedded there. And it is exactly homologous, means same, same, as male prosthetic fluid. So okay. that is your actual prostate fluid and that's stimulated from massaging and stimulating the the g-spot and that's usually just a tiny little bit it's a couple drops yeah it's a few drops so if you guys have never seen that if you go to the patreon the removed videos um i actually had some women donate their pussy to science uh and i was um when i did the masturbation squirting class i was teaching and i was getting a lot of feedback like well this doesn't work and i was like well you're not doing it right And I know that because women have donated their pussy to science to me and I did the class on them. And I showed, like we literally had a videographer zoom in and it's like, okay, you see what's happening now? You see how there are a couple of droplets? It's like your pussy has tears, a couple of tears. And it's kind of- Yes. And now I didn't taste it because it was just a demonstration, (laughs) but it's like a a little sweet and and things like that. And so, you know, your pussy make tears basically. And so that's what the prostate fluid is. Yes. All right, so then we have gushing. Then we have gushing. And so the way, uh, so I'd heard about this one before, but the way I distinguish it is if you've ever been riding your man and he says it feels like a waterfall and it's like sweat drip, drip down his balls kind of thing, then you're gushing. Like that is gushing. <laughs> yes. So it is absolutely not coming from your urethra. Uh, it's flooding his lap. It's flooding your legs. It's flooding the bed. Mm-hmm. Chances are that that's gushing. Usually squirting only comes from the urethra and it's like, and it's it's a top, it's a top part mm-hmm. of your, your pussy, so you, right? So you can feel the difference. Gushing yeah. also feels like um, like he's sticking in and out and then like a water balloon burst on his dick. Uh, yes, yes. That's I love that one. analogy. The water, yes. and, and you know, that one feels so good because it feels like, I know that balloons are like a little scary when we think about mm-hmm. them popping, but this is a, a really good pop. And so you're in there and I'm like, you're growing arousal, but it's like, okay, okay, like something's growing, but a lot of times we shy away from that or think we have to use the bathroom or mm-hmm. whatever. And it's like, follow it. So if, relax. Relax, let it happen. And also you can change them sheets. Yes. Let's if, get curious. Like, look, and what's get squirt gonna blankets. Squirt, they have, yes. Look here, King Hef was on here one time. I was like, yeah, get some puppy pads. And yeah. I was like, wait. Yeah. <laughs> Well, 
Well, and they actually make squirt blankets exactly for that. And they're all yes. fuzzy and soft and yes. microfiber. Microfiber. <laughs> <laughs> the science for me every time. Um, and so gushing is a lot of time what you're feeling. And, you know, so sometimes you're chasing squirting when your body is doing something different and you're 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 putting yourself down by try, not acknowledging the other things that it's doing. Maybe mm. you're not a squirter, maybe you're a gusher. And, exactly. You know, so um, so there's that. And also sometimes you don't even know what it is that you like. You're like, I love this, 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 and you're chasing something, but really you love gushing, not squirting. And, you know. Well, and the whole reason to chase them is usually because you're seeing it, you know, you're watching it or seeing it in media. Well, media mm -hmm. doesn't know what the fuck they're talking about half the time when it comes to sexuality, right? right. So believe the experts. That's what we're saying. Okay, watch the show. <laughs> Not just another sex podcast, but today, <laughs> it is, <laughs> right? Okay, and then you have cream. Essence, Essence. of woman. All right, so y'all, men listening, if you have ever pulled your beautiful penis out of a vagina mm. and there is cream all around your the shaft and all of that, you have made your woman cream. Mm -hmm. And in Taoist sexuality, this is like the good good. Like if you can make a woman's body cream, like Prince talks about, if you can make a woman's body cream, <laughs> You are the man. Like, basically, you are not actually a mature sexual man until you have made a woman's body cream. Yes. And that takes a lot of times, and, and there are different approaches to this. There's yes. longevity. Yes, amen. There's longevity. You have to give it time. But also being able to withstand that and also proper arousal. Yes, huge. Proper arousal. Like, if you work smarter, not harder, you'd be surprised. And so for the longest, I was actually very uncomfortable because I found that I was way more creamy mm -hmm. than I was just wet and fluidy. And mm -hmm. I was like, does that mean, like, what does that mean for, like, my my pussy? Like, what yeah. does that mean? And, and also, you guys, there's a difference between yeast and cream. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing. A lot of people think you mistake know. it for discharge, right? And so now you're uh, you're nervous about doing something your body is it wants to do, needs yeah. to do, right? And with creaming, it's like when you have sex with a woman who knows her body and who is not afraid to be present in the sexual experience, you'd be surprised. It's like, damn, you're so creamy because she's she's there to have sex with you. She's not there for you to convince her while you're inside. A lot of y'all are having sex and still being convinced why, when the person is inside. I decided when I engaged with you that I, I want this. Like, I, my body wants this. I, I need this. And I find that when I have sex that my body needs, it's like the cream is happening, period. Mm -hmm. And, like, this also happens after I work out. After I work out or when I like, and I know it sounds crazy, but one of, like, some of my most amazing interviews or when I'm, like, in the midst of doing something that I love, I'm like... I feel away, and then yeah. like you know, if I go to the bathroom or whatever, or I feel it, and I'm like, I'm creaming, yeah. like, and it's it's, it's a, a pleasurable release. It's it, it happens, <laughs> you know, I'm a creamy girl. All right, so that was our Twitter talk of the day, and also our foreplay before we got into this episode. As you can see, we ain't even gotten to the episode yet. If you have not turned on the YouTube and started the visuals, <laughs> I think you understand why you need to because one. We do this for you and the support that we ask for is for that you watch and comment underneath. Click the links below and check out all the ways that we're bringing this information to you for free. All we ask is that you support it if you love it. Tell a friend to tell a friend. This is how you make better sex, having the conversations, you know. So um, I've done, like I said, if you want to see the demos that I've done, you can tap into Patreon. It's $15 a month, you guys, for 250 plus classes, workshop, demonstrations, science Pussy power and, and, all, and all the things. Um, but now let's get into the deeperness of it all and the pro this program that you created and understanding Tantra and really 
really shape understanding and shaping what what's really going on here and why this is important and you know maybe making people realize that this is not just for sexual educators yeah. but it is for everyone this is a this applies to your life and the perspective of tantra cha- brings happiness yes it, yeah. it's the difference between you going through life and living life yes. and experiencing life. There's a difference. Your life does not have to be on autopilot no matter what it is that you do. It's a difference between surviving and thriving. Ooh, talk about it. Yeah. All right. So with that being said, what is Tantra? Yay, that's the best question ever. So Tantra is a spiritual science. Okay. That's what it is. What The way it's been presented in the West, which we refer to as Neo-Tantra, is as a like a mystical sex practice. And that can be part of your Tantra, absolutely, but it is not the heart and soul of Tantra. Tantra, the heart and soul of it, is about connection with God. Okay. And it's about deepening and cultivating our connection with the divine inside, outside, in our intimate relationships, in our relationships with friends and family, our community, our environment. And it is about incorporating our sexuality as a tool for healing and expansion using pleasure specifically as medicine. I love pleasure as medicine. <laughs> That's a medicine that I don't mind taking, okay? Look here, when you know when your girl grumpy and she needs some dick, she just needs some pleasure medicine. Exactly. <laughs> I just need pleasure medicine. Um, so one of the things that I've noticed about like Tantra, and, and I didn't have the words for it before I took your, your course, was... People say, you know, when I'm around you, Samaya, it feels intimate. It yeah. feels sensual. And I'm like, but I'm not being sexual. This is me being present and mm-hmm. I'm paying attention to you. And it it feels so personal that you think that this is this is something that it's not. But you're afraid to call it intimacy because you think that intimacy means that we have to have sex next. Exactly. But if you talk to me and it makes you feel a way you can also use that energy to go home and have sex with your girl and be alive. And it's like, I had a conversation that made me feel alive today. And now yeah. you can take your liveness yeah, home and then, you know what I'm saying? And give her yeah. some some medicine, you know? Yeah. And so um, I think a lot of people shy away from that feeling and they don't realize that feeling of euphoria, of you being present in this, and especially for people that are like, you know, uh, religious and, and you have, you, you, um, you're on the fence sometimes about your your pleasure. Yeah. The entire body. It's yeah. about is an organ of bliss. The entire yeah. body. And when you're present in that and you look people in the eye and all that stuff, you, there's ways for you to experience pleasure all day. Mm-hmm. All mm-hmm. day. And in fact, we are, we're designed to live in pleasure. We are yes. literally wired for pleasure. That's how we survive for millennia. Is we smelled things. If they smelled mm. and tasted good, we ate them. If they smelled and tasted rotten, we didn't eat it and we didn't die. It right? tells you something. Exactly. Yeah. So pleasure is a compass. It's a guide to let us know what is life serving and what is detrimental or, you know, yes. red red stop sign kind of thing. Yes. So, so living in a state of peace and bliss and equanimity, this is our birth thread as human beings. And the reason we don't live like this every day is, again, trauma. Trauma obscures our ability to connect with ourselves and our environment. So the way we teach and use Tantra now is as a tool for healing and releasing those blocks to bliss so that we can restore our experience of embodied bliss and feel and live in peace and joy. Like, why would we want to be here and not live in peace and joy if we can? Absolutely. And so this brings me back to something you were explaining before, which is that um, that life is a traumatic experience. And I, I believe that if you want to really understand Tantra and what it's doing, you have to accept 
the fact that life itself, even if it's going good or whatever, it is a traumatic experience. And that doesn't mean that you're ungrateful or any of that. And I think that when we live in this, like we said, what's normalized, you know, live in a trauma based society. And because if we talk about it, it's like, well, you complaining or it's always been this way. Things can be a way. We're not saying that like this isn't life. We're saying that this is a tool because life is difficult. And this isn't you complaining. Like you can, you can say, okay, life is, life kind of sucks sometimes, mm-hmm. but these practices keep you present all the time. So it's just like every morning you should be brushing your teeth. Yes, exactly. Every exactly. morning it's like a thing that you do because it naturally, you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. Tantra is that you need to add it into your daily practice. So when I say that this is not just for sex educators, the program that I went through with you was, and what's crazy is that when I went through the program, I was going through the program because I wanted to be certified. Yeah. I was like, and, and it's crazy because I had decided I want to be certified before I even started the course. Mm-hmm. And I think there is an integrity that comes with going through the course and realizing that just because I can do something doesn't mean that I should. Yes, thank you. That's maturity. That's beautiful. Yes. And so for me, my personal experience with your course was that I had, I mean, I had the tools. I was already a, a sex ed teacher, right? A hands-on mm-hmm. sex educator. Um, and so this only made sense for me, right? But even in that moment when I took the course, um, and I took the course with Miss Karen, yeah. um, and she's amazing. Hi. Um, and it evoked so much emotional trauma out of me that sometimes I would get in the course and I would sit on sit in the course with her and cry the whole time and sometimes violently and sometimes like I was like what the fuck Uh uh-huh Davey what is this (laughs) (laughs) well and that's the trauma right and it was coming out of my body exactly it was coming out yes it was coming out and it was so crazy because I thought I was going in there to learn about more coochie stuff (laughs) So imagine my surprise when I go through this course and I'm like, okay, do this, do that. And it's like, breathe this way. It's okay. Breathe this way. And then, oh, why is I, oh my gosh, I'm crying. Like what in the world? Why am I, I talk about this all the time. Why is this? Because it's unlocking it. It's softening it up. And it's like, these are ways that you allow your body to, yes, your body is a thing to be used, yes. right? But how are you taking care of it and yes. filtering it out? And yes. y'all be doing water cleanses, but you ain't doing a spiritual cleanse. Thank you. Or you're not doing something that's effective and I'm gonna juice. And it's like, you'd be surprised there are other practices that have delayed gratification. Mm-hmm. And and you know we run away from them and they there's different therapies like acupuncture that bring, there are so many different types of ways to rid your body of the, the tox, toxicity of being alive, yeah. you know? Absolutely. And, and, and Tantra is energy body medicine. And so that's something that gets left out of the conversation. We know we have a physical body, but we also have an energy body. Yes. And in Tantra, uh, traditional Tantra, the energy body is actually supreme or superior to the physical body. So everything that we experience happens energetically before it does physically. Absolutely. So we may be cleansing the physical body, but if you're not cleansing your energy body, then you're just accumulating more crap, more toxicity that is going to show up in inability to have orgasm, premature ejaculation, numbness, lack of sensation. All of those are symptoms of of an accumulation of stuff that you need to let go of. And as a segue into numbness, because (laughs) you know the word I hate, desensitized. I hate that word because it's it's lined it's it's giving too much credit mm-hmm. instead of instead of discussing um what we haven't given ourselves. It's like yes. it's a it's a quick judgment. It's a quick judgment of oh well this is what's wrong with me. It's a mm-hmm. it's a diagnosis and a negative one at that. 
and you haven't even done the things you have not properly loved on yourself or gotten the things that you need and then now you think that you're less than or that something's wrong with you Mm -hmm. and it's not a lot you guys you're not having sex right and having an orgasm at the end is not how you properly do something you ever drove your car and it was cold outside and and like you didn't let it warm up it still worked. Yeah. The car worked, but you were miserable because it was cold as hell or it wasn't as smooth. Like, you know, if you you said you lived in Detroit, so you know it looked yeah. cold. <laughs> it was look, cold, you know, miserable. And, and I ain't in Canada, so you yeah. know it looked cold as well. <clears throat> you know, yes, your car works if you start it up and turn it on and go. But guess what? It's going to run better. It's going to run longer. Yes. You're taking care of it. It's going to be well lubed. Woo, let's juicy. talk about it. It's going to be juicy. Okay. <laughs> um, when you take care of it and start it up the proper way. And so I would love to talk about um, uh, uh, the pathway of like desensitized and feeling numb. And and one of my favorites, before we talk about any toys or any of that, the 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 way that we are numb to our own touch and, yes. and how that becomes and how we harden around, especially as women, our womb. Yes. We, when you're born immediately, you're traumatized. You were squeezed out of something. Yes, it's life, but also it's uncomfortable. Yeah. Well, and then you're born usually in this, you know, hospital, this sterile lights. environment with these lights and these people that are often disassociated. And, you know, yeah, it's not a it's I'm not talking about the parents. I'm talking about all the staff. in the room. Right. You know, it's like, not, it's not a bed of roses. Yes, exactly. Um, so there's that. And then um, and I, I say decent and, and you guys. An example of like not desensitized, but you ever what does your elbow feel like? What does your elbow feel like? And people are like, I don't know. I don't know. But guess what? Sometimes you guys touch your own clitoris or your own body part. or mm-hmm. And guess what it feels? Just like you're touching your elbow, you feel nothing. Or you touch your nipple. And it's like, how is that even a sexual thing? Or why do you think that is? You go to the gynecologist, right? That's not a sexual experience. And so you know how to shut yourself exactly. down. So that way when they touch you, you feel nothing. nothing. Mm-hmm. You are going through a life that teaches you how to protect yourself and you're around other energies and you're going through different experiences, you have to let this be valid for you. Yes. If you don't let this be valid or you think that, oh, well, this is just how it's supposed to, it can, fine, it's this way. But you have to say that this is real mm-hmm. for us to accept that it's not that you don't like your fingers, it's that you can't feel exactly your fingers. And you're gonna have to dig way deeper than a than a rose or you know any type of toy to get past that yeah you know absolutely absolutely um i also believe there is a confusion with toys yes and we were just talking about this that and you, you said you know how is the rose and i told you i said oh you ain't missing nothing and i love clitoral stimulators mm-hmm. right um but i said you're not missing you said well i've tried it and and, and tell us what did you what did you, what was your experience with the rose your first what you said, or yeah, the other one that you yes, tried. Yes, I didn't have the rose specifically, but it's, you know, a suction, clitoral suction mm-hmm. thing. And it was, it was interesting. I was experimenting with it and it was like, you know, it did this sucking thing and I like popped off in two minutes, but it was this very shallow, like it was disappointing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Quite frankly. I'm you honest. came in two minutes. And yeah, it was, it, was dis- it was disappointing. It was shallow mm-hmm. and disappointing and, and, and unfulfilling, right? But particularly mm. in comparison to the orgasms I'm accustomed to experiencing <laughs> exactly. when I actually have a full heart on. So right. that's the thing. If you're orgasming in two minutes, you're not even erect. Yes. We have more erectile tissue internally than a man has externally. Five beds of internal erectile tissue, 20 to 45 minutes to get a full erection, and yet we're popping off in two minutes. It's like, you know, to me, that's like a man having an ejaculation without even having a full erection. Exactly. Right? 
Your body is going, the orgasm cannot be what we're using to measure things because if that's the case, you think you've done something when you've done nothing. So think of it like a wet dream. It's something that will happen regardless. Your body needs to, uh, what, omit, <laughs> let go, and, and let get it out. And the, these emissions, you know, yeah. and so an orgasm sometimes is a, a thing your body the body does for self-preservation and to let out a release or I'm stressed. And it's not actual a sexual practice when you guys touch yourself. Sometimes it's not a reflection of how you even want someone else to touch you. You touch yourself in two minutes and then you're upset when your partner rushes through. They're doing what you They're do. Doing, exactly. And that's the way we're trained in Western society where our, our sexual education follows the pattern of a male ejaculatory orgasm. So it has this build of intensity that's very short and fast, this big climax, mm -hmm. and then a resolution phase. Well, that's not how female sexuality works. Right. Female sexuality is this whole cycle of arousal. Right. And when men learn to retain their semen and separate orgasm from ejaculation, they can ride those waves with us. And then Absolutely. we're not talking about one little tiny orgasm. We're talking about five, 10, 20 orgasms that you're sharing together. Absolutely. So last year for my birthday, so ironically, the reason that this episode is so amazing to me is this was a birthday gift, okay, you guys? Um, no idea when you're listening to this, but this all ended up happening and coming into fruition around my 31st birthday. But last year for my 30th birthday, I do this thing where every year I have my number my birthday year, that number of orgasms on my birthday. Oh, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> and so last year I had uh, 30 orgasms for my 30th birthday and I almost passed out. Like it was so good. And they got stronger with each one and they 30 got- 30 in a row? 30. In a row. I did like 10 and Took five and, oh, but all day. All day. All day. I had to eat. I had to refuel. I, I had to eat. Like, I, I was like, okay, let me get some water. Let me get a coconut. <laughs> but it was just so crazy the way that they would come faster and then, but harder and then last longer. And, you know, and so um, the way that my idea around orgasms has changed when I allow myself the time to do and be what my body needs yeah. is just so crazy, you know? Mm -hmm. um, but also, I guess, I just, I want to talk about um, separating that ejaculation from orgasm because men are able to have multiple orgasms. Mm -hmm. And most of you all don't know that because you judge your orgasm off when you ejaculate mm -hmm. and yep. that's and you can separate the two this is why y'all need to join patreon because li <laughs> literally I've, I've taught these things i talk about the cycles of you know your sex cycles mm -hmm. and things like that and i was like you know what we should get into it on this episode but i'm like no go ahead and tap into like that's a, a class i filmed years ago it's on yeah. patreon and we talk about the sex cycles of men and women and how they compare and how you can understand them to use it to your advantage yes you know um it's like getting in a car it's like wait how does this one work and how does this one work it only takes a second to understand the differences mm -hmm. um but i would love to talk about separating um, ejaculation from orgasm yeah yeah so there are two separate functions in the nervous system so ejaculation is a um, signal, get into the science of okay, it, it's a get signal the science of it. that's uh, sent through the uh, sympathetic, sympathetic branch of the hypogastric nerve. 
for what it's worth. And so it's, it triggers the, the release of the ejaculate through the urethra. Mm -hmm. That signal can be interrupted and that process can be stopped. And so <laughs> orgasm is an experience of pleasure and expansion through the body. Ejaculation is a separate function. So when we teach men how to separate those two, they can still have these full body, profoundly enriching, like deep, powerful orgasms over and over and over again, but with no emission until they choose. That's the thing. You mm -hmm. can choose when and if you want to ejaculate. Sexual discipline. Exactly. And Edging. Oh my God. And when men Edging. are able to control their ejaculate, like they're like supermen. Because that's when God. They, right? Okay. Yes. Oh my goodness. It's like getting, it's like, you know, you know how hard dick gets right before it's about to come. Look, and keeping that it like hard, that. It's like having sex like that. Y'all y'all know, ladies, y'all know when when you getting and not just ladies, whoever getting dick, okay? Whoever getting good dick, yes for you. Yeah, whoever's whoever's had, dick. okay? Yes for you. <laughs> Look here, I'm drawing that in this year, okay? I'm drawing that in I, this I'm year. I'm happy to share. <laughs> yes, sure. Yeah, we'll talk about that. We'll talk about that. So, when it comes to uh, uh right before a man usually ejaculates, the dick gets so hard. Yes. It is so hard and it's bigger and it's more engorged than it's ever been. Too much and then it's like, yes, more of that. Mm -hmm. If you learn how to control your orgasm and ejaculation and separate the two, you can give that type of dick the whole time and, or longer. And every time he orgasms without ejaculating, it gets more intense mm -hmm. and more and more hot and more rich and more fulfilling. And my yes. husband and I pass orgasms back and forth. Like he'll start to have an orgasm mm -hmm. and then I'll catch the orgasm and then I'll have some orgasm and I'll throw it to him. And so we're literally yes. passing these orgasms yes. back and forth. But honestly, people don't have the stamina for that type of pleasure because we have never sat in our pleasure. We just try to have an orgasm. As quick as possible. Pleasure. As quickly and quietly as possible. Ple quickly and quietly as possible. As possible. I call it the three Ps. Quickly and quietly as possible. That is sad. It's so sad. And <laughs> yeah. Compared to our potential? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, and so with this, I, I want to talk about uh, one of the most life-changing awareness moments I had in your course. Y'all know I'm a super orgasmic person, right? You ain't even got to sleep with me to know that. I, we talk about it all the time. And, you know, I'm always like, look, and you know, you do this to this hole and it does this, right? But even with my, you know, juicy self, I, I went through this course and, you know, we got through all the emotional stuff. And now we're learning out, you know, now we done pulled out pussies in the class and be like, all right, now let's talk about this, right? That, that's another thing. I love how in-depth and how versatile the class is, the, just the wide array of topics. But <clears throat> when it came to masturbation, um, there was a point where she asked me to show me how you masturbate. And I was like, all right. So I, <laughs> so I kick up my leg and she said, are you comfortable? I said, yeah, I can orgasm just like this. And she paused and she said, are you comfortable? And I said, I can do it this way. And she said, Samaya, I'll wait for you to get comfortable. And I said, oh, I see what you did there. I said, actually, this kind of hurts. She said, yes, it does. And she said, what would make you feel more comfortable? And so... I grabbed a pillow and she said, actually, you still look a little uncomfortable. And I said, actually, I am. So now we didn't put the toys down and, you know, I put my leg down. I'm like, what would make me feel more comfortable having a pillow under my knees, especially because most of us, you know, are used to laying back and doing like this. And she's like, you know, first of all, you know, we talked about ocean breathing and, you know, you know, we had a clip in the Latin and uh, that's how we connected. Yeah. I, we had a clip there. Um, but also putting the pillow under the arch. Mm -hmm. of my back and just mm -hmm. so that way I because we arch it anyway mm -hmm. in pleasure mm -hmm. 
And so it's like having that pillow there, I was able to lay back in it and my muscles were not strained. And I put the pillows under my knees and and she was like, I want you to try that and then come back. I said, girl, I thought that my pussy was going to be like like electricity. Like when I finally had that orgasm, it was so long. It was so long because I had stamina because my muscles weren't being used for the wrong thing. They, exactly. My muscles weren't being used to prop my back up. You know, mm-hmm. my muscles were being used to just pump that blood flow. Exactly. You could through, fully relax. Yes, yes, I fully relaxed, and which meant that it was easier to have a full body orgasm. Exactly. And so there was a lot more convulsing. And yeah. and then you, you match that with speaking up. Yes. You know what I'm saying? And yes. letting it out. Yes. It was just like, okay, hold on. This is dangerous. Yeah. This is... This is, I'm a bad bitch, you know? And so getting comfortable with, with how we orgasm, especially even alone. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And um, I think that there's a level of awareness that, especially women and, and men, because men men get put down. They, you masturbate and why you masturbating to this and things like that. And it's like, he's not encouraging you to masturbate because you shame him when he masturbates. Exactly. Exactly. And like, we need to have conversations about healthy masturbation, which is what you do. But for all bodies, masturbation is our birthright. There yes. are genitals. We've it's been touching yours. them. Like babies masturbate in the womb. Yeah. They literally what? self-pleasure in the room, in the womb. They yeah. own the some. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And if you, you know, for those people who've had children, like at mm-hmm. about two or three, you can't keep their hands off their genitals. Why? Because mm-hmm. it feels good. They if still we remember that it feels good. You've been yeah. taught that this is bad. Yeah. And you don't and you don't think you have no trauma because you're like, there are people out there that got worse stuff going on than me. One person's trauma doesn't invalidate someone else's experience. Exactly. You know? Exactly. And this is not like the trauma Olympics here, right? <laughs> it's like- I have more. <laughs> we all live in a society that is traumatizing. Look at the society we live in. If yeah. it wasn't traumatizing, it wouldn't look the way it does right now. So uh, so masturbation is actually a tool to heal trauma. Not even joking. Ab- literally, literally. And particularly when you're talking about getting all comfortable and supported, when you yes. support the body, the nervous system can come to a really deep state of relaxation. Well, having a relaxed nervous system is the key to having all these great orgasms. Absolutely. You cannot have great orgasms if you're in a defensive response, if you're hyperactive or hypervigilant, right? So relaxation is key to having the orgasms that you want to. It's the key to squirting you all. For those who want to squirt or have any of these emissions, you must be relaxed. The body must be open. The nervous system must feel safe in order to let go. Absolutely. Creatives, podcasters, entrepreneurs, if you're looking for an amazing place to create consistent content, then you need to check out the Something Extraordinary Content House. Located in the heart of Atlanta, it's in a great location as well as only 15 minutes from the airport. So whether you're in town or not, maybe you need to get more serious about the content that you're creating. This is a great place to create something extraordinary because it's equipped with five plus rooms with two kitchens, two living rooms, amazing energy, plus a host of vendors that are already the best in their field at creating content. So make sure that you check us out at semediagroup.co or check out some visuals and events and amazing things that we have going on over on Instagram at SEContenthouse. So you can start making extraordinary content as well. Thanks. And so to segue towards the end of this show, um, we have an advice segment. And I thought that it would be great to talk about the senses and how it's a great way to check in with are you in a great space to start that to start that masturbation or sex with a partner routine and talking about how how can I check in 
to see if I'm even present. Yes. And so I want to go through some examples maybe with the, the senses and how when you activate all of them, it changes the sexual experience um, for yourself, by yourself, and kind of charge you to, um, you know, charge you guys up with when you're alone doing these things. Yes, absolutely. Do it alone. It, that's a start. Do it alone. So what are the five senses? Because it's been a while. All right, we got So sight, sight. sound. Let's start. All right, let's start with sight. Sight. Let's, so, you look good. You always have a, a red lip. You know, your earrings and always clean together. So you like how you look. Yes, I do. And I like how you look, too. Oh, thanks, girl. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And that may mean um, getting comfortable in the mirror and just looking at your body and allowing yourself to be turned on. Do you have another suggestion yeah, for sight? Yeah, I love having candles. I love mm. having flowers. I love making sure that my environment, like like this beautiful ambiance, like it's like setting up your set or setting up your stage. So it's beautiful, attractive, inviting, and makes you feel good to be Absolutely. in Absolutely. What, yeah. you, what you're looking at as well, not yes. just looking at yourself. Exactly. Um, and another, for sight, I think another thing that people have to understand, that, that, that um, going back to the adult tip of the day, like when you're not tidy, Yes. Going into your room and having a TV and having uh, a lot of things that have nothing to do with your bedroom in your room. And I know as parents, sometimes you you got stuff that's all that's your kids stuff in your room and that kind of space. And it's all this stuff that doesn't belong in there that has nothing to do with your sensuality or sexuality. Mm -hmm. you, you have your work. You're bringing your work home in your bedroom. And what do you see? Yeah. If I'm if I walk in the room and I look at a pile of paperwork, that is not them, them is not pussy papers. Yes. Okay. It's not it's not getting it more popping it's or not any of that. You in the headspace. It's not getting you in the headspace. And so with my room, now I have a very minimalistic, you know, room and it just and there's no TV. I, I believe the bedroom mm -hmm. is for two things. Sleeping and getting dicked out of fucking orgasm. <laughs> <laughs> I was like sleeping or sucking. <laughs> sleeping or sucking. <laughs> so, 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 so. Um, and so, you know, what what are you looking at? Not just the beautiful things, but what are the things that are distracting you from your pleasure that you can see? All right. So we have sight. Next. Uh, sound. Sound. So uh, one way this shows up is making sure that you're not going to be disturbed. Mm. So turning your phone off or silencing your phone. If you have people in the house, letting them know you need some privacy. Putting on music so that there's a buffer so you can have orgasms and not worry about other people hearing you. Absolutely. Um, it could be, you know, what whatever meets your needs for sound. Like for some people, they like raindrops. Other people, mm. I like it. I've got a mixtape, my Tantra mixtape, right? Right. So, uh, so, so having a sound in the environment and also protecting your space by ensuring there's not going to be intruding intruding sound right because when someone does interrupt you it can cause you to feel embarrassed or you know things like that and interrupt your orgasm <laughs> yes it's right right really interrupt me right um but also when it comes to sound the sounds that you allow yourself to make thank you i love that thank you Yes, exactly. Yeah, I, Hearing I, the sound of your own voice. I've, I've been studying you, okay? I'm like, there's so many points. I'm like, this episode has to be curated so we can talk about as many things as possible. So every part of the show. Well, I will come back. I will be back. <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> um, and so sound is also... Um, the, the the sounds that we make and that we're more comfortable with having silent orgasms you guys is half the reason why it's not as long yes. as it should be you're depriving yourself of oxygen when you hold your breath and you're like <clears throat> and all that constriction yes. and tightness limits the expansion of energy in the body so yes. yeah and yeah. it's like that's how we look and we look like we're holding our breath and there's this big 
<sighs> Afterwards, you're out of breath because you weren't breathing. And if you're not breathing, you have to understand that arousal is nothing more than blood flow going to your genitals. But blood flow needs oxygen to move and to go. Okay. Um, one of the things that I do is I turn my phone. Um, you know that you can label your do not disturb. Yes. I have one that's called Meditate and Masturbate, and I put it on, and so my phone doesn't ring at that time. Um, and so I that's that. something I, I do. That is a tip I will use. Okay, yes, <laughs> and I for named that. it that. So that way I'm intentional about it. It's yeah. not just focus. It's, yeah. no, I'm masturbating right now. Yeah, you know? this is important. Talk to you later. Yeah. Right here, yeah. yes. Okay, <laughs> we got sight, we got sound. Taste. Yeah. <laughs> so, so taste. So for me, taste is I love to have like water or wine or tea or just yummy flavor things. I like to have uh, chocolate or fruit. Uh, I love it. to taste my yeah. own juices. I Talk like to taste it. my partner's juices, tasting yeah. their skin, yeah. tasting your fingers, tasting your lube. This is a really big thing. So I use natural lubes always. Yes. I say if you can't eat it, don't put it on your genitals. Right. So like a coconut oil or something that like that? Could, or okay. if you're using a different type of uh, natural lube taste it when you're in the store before you buy it because i have bought some natural lubes which like, taste so bad and they're all over my husband's <laughs> penis and i'm like that's not <laughs> you gotta go watch it off babe sorry babe so make sure you taste your lube in the store if you can look <laughs> before here you make sure you check and make sure you're allergic to nothing now you got a mouthful of <laughs> store like eating lube oh no i'm just testing it out this ain't the one girl don't get that one look here hey we got it we got to talk about it all right so then you got smell smell yes the so candles can the work candles, for that candles uh, mm. aromatherapy essential oils mm. flowers in the room scenting yourself i love my my uh sensual masturbation practices i take a bath because i'm a queen right okay i take like a milk and salt bath with rose petals Ooh, and, shit. I and love then i that. oil myself up afterwards with essential like jasmine and rose oil and okay. so i like to smell good when right. i when i pleasure myself so yeah okay. whatever whatever the the idea is to bring pleasure to your senses okay so we had touch, we had taste, we had smell, we had sight, mm -hmm. and then my favorite one is touch. Touch, Feel. yes, yes. So let's go ahead with your feel. Well, I love I love that you brought up the sex toy. So touch that for me also like I described the oil. So mm -hmm. oiling my body, lingerie, Lace. comfort. Com you were yes. talking about comfort, having those pillows. Yes. That's touch. Having nice sheets, like anything that's going to come in contact with your body, making sure that it feels good, that there's pleasure in it. And then of course our toys to be able to touch areas that we might not be able to get to with our fingers alone. I love glass dildos and crystal wands and things mm -hmm. like that because it's not just about like, well, I got a dick. Ain't nobody say you didn't, okay? Mm -hmm. um, I got a dick at home. Good for you, sis. Uh, like, it's it's not to replace the penis, but there are things, you want to stick his dick in hot water and then put it in you? I don't think so. But this glass dildo, you know, you can have a cup of hot water or a cup of ice water on the stand and you can sit it in there and do different temperature plays with your body. Mm -hmm. And even if it's not inside of you, just even brushing it over your nipples. Like a lot of people say, I don't have any sensation over my nipples. When is the last time you gave it a moment to even exactly. do anything, you know? Exactly. Um, or even like we have what? Like butt, butt plugs. plugs. So <laughs> because I was going to 
going to say when you were holding this dildo up, it's like, okay, Ooh. so you brought a, you know, you may have a penis uh, in your vagina, but mm. what about your anus? Okay. Right? And so that's the other uh, purpose of having these sex toys in the bedroom is yes. to touch different places that, again, we can't get to with our fingers or a penis alone right. or at the same time. Right. So butt plugs, I love these. Big fan of butt plugs. And I love yes. that you have metal ones. Yes. And also just wanting to, uh, to oh, look at them. They're sparkly. Look at that. <laughs> <laughs> that way when you when you put one in your ass, you can bend over you in front of the sink. And it's like, let me take a picture for you, babe. <laughs> you like that? Wink. <laughs> and I'm sure your audience already knows. But with butt plugs, you always want to make sure that there's a base so that it doesn't get sucked up and oh, have to my. go to the hospital after. So you don't want to do that. that just a little tidbit for you. Yes. But then you can use these during self-pleasure. You can yes. use butt plugs during self-pleasure. I think that they're just one of those things that should always be there. You can never have. It's like when somebody offers you a mint, you never say no. Yeah, you right, know exactly. And so with butt plugs, it's butt like plugs? you can always butt plug. Yes, sure, yes, sure, please. yeah, sure. <laughs> like I can always put it there because you could put it there just even when you're rubbing on your yes. nipples, or you could just put it in there and then you're masturbating on your clitoris. Exactly. And, you know, so make sure you join Patreon because we talk about all different types of ways that you can add orgasms, have different types of orgasms, and everything. Um, but also when it comes to um, touch and being uncomfortable, you mentioned being uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. um, I came out with these thigh high socks and I'm going to get you some because I've noticed your thighs thick like mine, girl. And I have these thigh high socks and they go all the way up like to your lady parts, which is rare for, you know, thighs yeah. of our size. And I love them because I'm not worried about how I look, how it stretches or if it's like compressing and like I got, you know, like my little coochie fat hanging yeah. out or anything like that. But it's so sexy, but I'm comfortable, which means like yes. I can wear, I don't have to do all the sheer if I'm not ready or um, I can put on a large t-shirt or like a button up t-shirt mm -hmm. with just the thigh high socks or just yeah. panties and a bra or a crop top. And I'm able to be sexy within the limits that work for me, yes. you know? Um, so use the code below to make sure that you get your thigh high socks. And I'm going to make sure I get you some of those. And I will very um, much appreciate it. I'll wear them on the next show. All right, we're going to do a lingerie show, baby, because I'm with it. Okay, um, so that is our advice for today, which is to incorporate um, the five senses. And before we let you go, we're going to end the show on a spiritual with a spiritual tip of the day. And our spiritual tip of the day is about something that um, when we talk about energies and the universe and astrology and crystals and how to transfer energy and share, passing orgasms with your partner, that is spiritual, it is. you know? Um, there are different parts of our body and there's physical and there's energy and all these things. And so the spiritual tip of the day is just to talk on um, one little thing that you can do to um, enhance and be more, you know, connected to mm -hmm. spirituality or either understand a little bit mm -hmm. of spirituality better. And so I want to talk about mutual masturbation yes. um, because it's such a spiritual thing and so vulnerable and mm -hmm. so fucking sexy. Oh, my God. Like, it's so sexy, whether it's like actually having sex with your partner or if it's them watching you have sex with yourself. Self. Yes. Yes. So if you could talk more to these type of things and, and how you like to experience mutual masturbation or, you know. Well, I agree that mutual masturbation is a spiritual experience. So yeah, it's actually something that I was terrified of for most of my life. And it's only in my marriage that I've uh, that we've engaged in mutual masturbation because it's so safe. Yeah. So I do want to say that that feeling safe and secure in yourself and in your relationship is a huge piece of it. But there's to me, there's nothing more beautiful than witnessing my partner pleasure himself the way he wants to be mm -hmm. pleasured. And he says that there's nothing more beautiful for him than watching me pleasure myself in the way that I want to be pleasured. And here's the thing, by watching each other, then we get tips. Yes, it's like, oh, so that's the code. <laughs> so like, if I pull oh. on the balls, really? <laughs> exactly. 
Ask me. Okay, now exactly. I know when my mouth get a little. Okay, just, just hit the balls. Got it. Exactly. We get tips, right? right. And you can give them instructions. Show yes. them what you like, and especially if you get to, if you feel safe enough to talk about it. Like I yes. love it when I do this with my finger. Mm-hmm. I love it when I have my butt plug in. I yes. love it when I pull my labia, or I love it right. when you rub when I rub my nipples. Right. So communicating about what you like while you're doing it to yourself can be wonderful education for your partner. So absolutely. I do believe that mutual masturbation is one of the most blunt and ways to temperature check how you really feel about your sexuality with yourself and within your relationship. Um, And mutual masturbation can be with yourself with a mirror because you can, and and I say this as a, a stepping stone, you can have the mirror and how do you feel when you look at yourself when you masturbate? Are you stuck on the color of your thighs and that they don't look the same color as everything else or the fact that you may have a bump here or there or, you know, what are you focused on? Are you like, oh, my lips look like this? Are you criticizing yourself the entire time? Can you even get to arousal while looking at yourself or do you find yourself distracted um, when it comes to your partner? And, you know, I tell people that you can be forward without being rude you can be within kindness and so with your partner are you able to say you know hey I'm so nervous I can't get to orgasm with with you watching and say it's okay just do it as long as you're okay with it do you know how to have the verbiage to encourage your partner and let them know how beautiful they look and it's a temperature check that could slap the shit out of you because you don't know what you're going to feel. You may find that, damn, I think you are so beautiful and I really miss you sexually. Yeah. That's what you may feel. I think we're so scared of the bad yeah, things that exactly. we may feel. And I, I want you to temperature check. I'm challenging you to temperature check with yourself and I'm challenging you to temperature check with your partner and jot it down and say, you know, it took me a couple of weeks or this long mm-hmm. to even say yes to it. But I, I that is a part of the journey too, just yeah. bring it up. And, yep. then, and then I want you guys to realize that even if you love your partner, you can mutual masturbate and it could take so long. Like mm-hmm. it takes me like in front of someone and it depends. This is also a good way to check how you all's chemistry is and what you got your strong suits are. But um, there was once I was doing mutual masturbation. It took 45 minutes. It ain't never took me 45 minutes by myself. <laughs> so I was like, okay, but but it's, it's because I realized how self-conscious I was. And yeah. you know, what I really need is more affirmation that I look okay and that what I need and what I want from you, otherwise I could do it by my goddamn self. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's also learning the verbiage of what you need. You know, being able to ask for it. Yes, yeah. being able to ask for it. And also, can you show them? Yes. And a lot of us, you know, and I, well, a lot of y'all, because I can show you. <laughs> <laughs> I can show you. But a lot of you all, and, and it's okay. We can laugh about it. It's okay. Like, all, all I'm saying is that it's all valid. Mm-hmm. And, and once you accept the validity of what we're talking about, then you can start to make change. Yes. You know? Yeah. So um, I would love for you to please tell everyone um, what you would like to leave us with and where we can find you and the best way to get started or whatever you would like to leave us with at this at this time before we let you go. Well, I want to leave you with a thank you for having me. It is an honor and a privilege. And I want to tell your audience, never forget that pleasure is medicine and pleasure is your birthright. Don't let anyone keep you from it. Absolutely. And where can they find you? All of this will be below you all, but um, on... You can find me at AuthenticTantra.com. I'm going to shout myself out here. I am the founder and CEO of the first and only government accredited school for tantric sexual healing in the world and the creator of the curriculum for the first and only master's degree in authentic tantra in the world. Absolutely. That is amazing. And it's so beautiful to see some of the women that I work with 
have also worked with you, which yes. validates me. It makes me feel like a bad bitch because I know other bad bitches that have exactly. been through your program. There's there's um, Tayomi and there's Mila going through your program, yes. and the, you know you guys saw each other here yeah. recording at the Something Extraordinary Content House. So to me, it's just so full circle to be surrounded around this and know that my energy is just magnetizing and getting yes, closer to the things um, that's meant for me. And so I'm just so touched by your presence here. And I just need to give you your flowers and let you know that what you're doing, it lets me know that I am not crazy for, for wanting to change the world through my pussy. Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and when it comes to this content house, this room that we're sitting in, I tell people all the time, I put my heart, soul and pussy into this, this house and the way that my love practice with myself tells you, how amazing this content house is because if I put my pussy into it, then baby, it's real. It's real cream of essence. Okay, it's just all of that. It's cream essence. Okay, yeah. Okay, it's all up and through this house. You can feel it. Um, and so I'm so excited and so happy and just so honored that you came and joined me today. Um, I cannot wait to have you back. I cannot wait to hear from your podcast, um, the relaunch, and to be a part of that. You know, and I'm speaking that into existence. Um, I want it. I want it. So I'm here for it. <laughs> I want more from you. And and I know that you are um, wrapped up in everything, but you're doing it so gracefully. And so thank you for being you. Um, and so you guys, please make sure that you check out the links in the bio that she has, because this is not just a certification program or course. If you want to be certified, you can take the course and like me, choose not to get certified even if you can do, you can say, you know what, I just needed this information for myself. For your personal and healing. It was such an amazing investment and just from start to finish and the wide, I'm already do. I found her after I was already doing this. That's how much information and you know what I mean? So imagine if you're not even doing what I'm doing and, and getting into that program. So this, this episode isn't enough, you know, um, join the Patreon, use the resources and look into it in baby steps, you know. Um, so thank you guys so much. Make sure that you tap in, make sure that you follow the content house. If you're looking to record your podcast, whether that's in bulk or create content, we are officially open um, on Instagram and the socials at S.E. Content House. Um, make sure that you follow the podcast, please please, please tell a friend to tell a friend, okay? If you truly support us, this is something that you get for free, but it is not free for me. And the only thing that I'm asking you to do is tell someone about it, pick a reel, share it in your stories, um, leave a comment, rate and review. That puts me on the charts, you guys. Um, and it matters, you know, to me. So thank you guys so much for tuning into this episode. Please make sure that you subscribe to the Patreon because we talk about sex over there, all day, you know, um, 250 classes, workshops, and even the hands-on demonstrations where I showed um, how to do my masturbation and squirting class on an actual, on live tissue is there. So sign up for the Patreon, um, support me, I, I need it. Um, and I love you guys. Thank you so much for sitting through such a vulnerable episode and um, sit with this. If there's something that you realized about yourself that you didn't like because of what we're talking about, you can make change mm -hmm. today. If you're not happy with your sexuality, we can we can change that. All I need you to do is decide to do it. Um, so thank you so much for joining me. This was not just another sex podcast and we will see you next time. Bye.
Thank you so much for making it to the end of this episode. Thank you for keeping an open mind and joining me in creating a safe place for others to share their truth. Make sure that you're following Not Just Another Sex Podcast wherever you listen to your podcast so you don't miss our weekly episodes. But also, if you want to keep the conversation going, make sure that you follow us on Instagram, Not Just Another Sex Pod, as well as Sexual.Essentials. Don't forget to sign up to my Patreon. The link is in the description of this episode. Not only do you get access to my personal life through my close friends and things like that, but I also have almost 300 classes, workshops, private group chats, hands-on demonstrations, interviews, behind-the-scenes footage, and so much more. If you want more from me, then that's absolutely where you need to be. If you would like to support this podcast, make sure that you rate and review and make sure that you share this episode with your family and friends. I'll see you next week.